Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Ononna, a certified life coach and inner voice facilitator, specializing in intuition and identity. I specialize in helping you live life on your own terms so you can stop hiding from those cultural expectations and the aunties. You do get to live a life that feels good to you and do it while still respecting your heritage, traditions and culture. It's possible to do it intuitively, intentionally and mindfully. All this and some more. Welcome to this podcast which is all about intuitive identity and it feels like such a no-brainer to have and invite Simona Barbieri onto the podcast as its first guest. Simona is the founder of HubDot and HubDot is an incredibly welcoming space and community that connects people from all walks of life through the power of storytelling and I find HubDot's journey just so inspiring starting from Simona's kitchen table back in 2012 I think and as HubDot comes into its 10th year it has become this global launchpad for thinkers, storytellers, entrepreneurs all with the shared passion of and love of storytelling so Simona thank you so much for being here. Thank you Ananya for having me so excited to be here really thank you. And Samira, you are a wonderful storyteller and you have just this gift of bringing together people. And I know that anyone that has attended any of your events or been in your presence will know what I'm talking about when I say that you exude this warmth energy, this warmth, welcoming energy, and people just want to hear more about you. And the wonderful thing (laughs) Love it. Yes, for anyone watching, there is a video version of this, so um, you'll be able to see our interactions in person and on video. Um, And the purpose of this episode is to hear more about your stories. So much like any HubDot event, we are invited to to wear a coloured dot. And so I don't have a dot, but I do have... (laughs) I love it. I should have sent you some sticker dot. Come on, look at that. That is great. That green. So, yes, so... For anyone that doesn't know, the green is I'm here to be inspired. And to Simona today during this uh, episode, I'm here to be inspired by your stories. But I would love for you to explain a little bit more about HubDot and the, and the coloured dots and the intention behind the coloured dots. Oh, well, Amanda, can I just say, I, I absolutely, I love you. I love being here. And oh, I'm absolutely so emotional when somebody introduces you. Oh, there was so much love. I feel the love literally across the Zoom. <laughs> and it's really incredible. And I... And I thank you so much because you've been you've been a big champion, a big supporter, and somebody's really connected with what this thing was all about. And we connected years back, right at the start, when to be honest, we didn't even really understand what was happening, what it was, right? So where do I start? I start by saying that um, you know, you I know that you're very passionate about intuition. And so it was probably an intuition that I had 10 years ago, born and and maybe it was intuition, but a frustration at the same time that I had of this feeling sort of, you know, squashed into, into this labels and into this, you know, almost not titles and status, something that I felt society and the outside world were putting on me, but I, I wasn't really that person. So uh, you probably know it, like everyone else, I reinvented myself many times. So I went from 
you know, whatever, working in a certain industry, then went off and I, you know, I went in a completely different direction with sort of singing a bit of jazz and then raising my family, my three kids and sort of being a full-time mom for a few years. And I felt that society was was predefining those labels. And I felt really that my true self was not, uh, you know, did not was not finding the space to express, you know, herself. And so the networking that I was experienced 10 years ago, me, like many other people, was very limiting and was very almost like, you know, anxious making for me. I remember attending a lot of events where I felt I don't belong and they don't really want to hear about me and what have I got to offer and that all the sort of, you know, that sort of inner dialogue, very toxic inner dialogue. And so I guess 10 years ago around my kitchen table in London uh, with a group of incredible, incredible friends who I always say it was really the starting team, the starting point of this amazing amazing sort of, you know, uh, global community that we built, we said, what about we really rewire networking? We rethink about what being together and making connections is really all about. And so we went to a place of uh, authenticity. We went to a place of ultimately networking is about connecting at a human level. And so the human connection, the human story is at the heart of HubDot. And we started with a group of friends and then very quickly we grew into this incredible community. But I always say this now that I talk about HubDot as an organization, as a business, we've grown with zero marketing. We haven't spent any money on marketing. So it was all, again, when you when you really embrace that superpower of authenticity, you connect with the right people, with the ones that understand what you're trying to do, with the ones that help you that amplify your message so it was almost and I was really I think I know that I'm gonna you need to stop me because you know <laughs> what I'm like I just go on and talk and talk but um which is really I think frustrating for anyone for any interviewer um but I, I guess it's also about you know it's linked to my own story of of really you know embracing who I am and so understanding that the story and what I've achieved at the beginning I was always <laughs> just trying to build a really constantly and this constant sort of feeling that I was out of my comfort zone. Um, but now I look back and I think it was all meant to be, mm. basically. I love that. So intuition, you say, definitely had a, a, a role in that. Huge. <laughs> Massive. I see it's very much an ongoing effort. It's one of those muscles that you need to practice. Mm. Um, but I've learned, and again, Anania, thanks to the incredible people that, you know, I've met through HubDot of all walks of life, all backgrounds, all heritage, literally all gender, I've, I've learned that the secret is, is truly about embracing that intuition and really going to that space and celebrating myself and what, who I am and what I bring to the world instead of feeling guilty and feeling small and feeling that I'm doing something that I'm not really meant to be doing because who am I, you know, all that all those, you know, those dialogues. And I have so many incredible coaches in my life and literally people that have really, yeah, that you know, you, right, the community has sort of, you know, helped me to be better. And I'm a better person today. As I hit my big 50th birthday last year, mm. I, I've just decided that I'm going to, I need to trust my intuition more and more and more. Mm. Really, and the more I do it, the more my choices, my business choices are better. I feel at peace. I don't feel nervous in meetings I feel that everything I'm doing is completely right it feels right it feels right here yes I love that I love that because yeah I, I 
I am a huge advocate for listening to our intuitions and I would love to with our intuitions there's this we often get that nudge of this is the right way to go or this is definitely not the right way to go and I because we're talking about it now I'd love to ask where have you felt that intuition for you've mentioned there that you know it started off as a something doesn't feel quite right and then how has that intuition and that sense for you evolved as HubDot has evolved? Yes, it's really interesting. There was a point where um, it's really exciting. It's really interesting to think about it as a sort of a story. Mm-hmm. I think I, went, I, I started by saying it was very much an intuition, an idea that I had. And I thought maybe, maybe people do want to, it was very much, you know, women as in sort of, you know, um, in the sort of traditional sense of the world, but I, I, I'm not talking about gender, but it was very much this idea of moving away from that masculine again traditionally meant way of of projecting egos and so it started with this group of you know friends of mine who we were just literally looking for a way of stripping those labels and going to a place of truth and so the dots the five dots that you're wearing the green I'm here to be inspired were a mechanism an intuitive mechanism that I thought about when I invited this you know 98 friends and friends of friends Run my house in June 2012 to say, how am I going to get my friend who's a lawyer, who's a business leader to come out of that label and go into the, embrace the mindset and talk about the possibilities and the futures more than the achievements? Because I always think that networking, when it's about, I am this and that, and what are you and where do you work? What do you do? It's really it's barriers. But I wanted everyone to step into the space of, you know, let, let's explore together. So the five dots are the mindset. So the red is I'm here to be established. I have knowledge to share. Green, I'm here to be inspired. Yellow is I have an idea. Can somebody help me? Uh, and as you know, it's a sticker dot that you wear or virtually you just pick one on, on Zoom. The blue, I'm here to make connections. And the purple, I want to tell you about my story. And so going back to your question, the beginning was my intuition of stripping labels. But then what happened, how, as Abdul grew very fast at the beginning, I think I lost touch with that. Mm-hmm. And I, and then you know, we raised money, we, we became a company, we registered Abdul, which is now obviously a you know, trademark. And, and, and I think I went into this, I, I don't know, but I think now if I look back, I went into, I started hearing all the voices you know, around me, but I, I lost the touch with that intu- intuitive voice. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that for probably about five, six years, I was drawn into a very different way of being. And, and so in the last, I would say, four or five years, I've been able to reconnect with that intuition. And so for that time, I remember being really, you know, making maybe the wrong choices and looking at things from a completely different lens. And now, I have, you know, I've regained touch. And again, people, you know, I, you know, I, I really believe that, you know, human connections can, can do so many amazing things for you, but can remind you of things that maybe you are for a time, for a little, you know, moment you forget. And, mm-hmm. and so when I go into a space of, of, you know, of, of sort of, um, uh, of less than, I'm less than, and I should be doing this as a business, then I talk to somebody, I connect and I read an inspire, it could be one of your posts, anything. And I go, Wow, that is so true. I need to think of it as abundance. I need to think of it as, you know, I've achieved this and I'm going in this direction. I need to trust it. And I put my hand on my heart. And I, so that's all in the work that I've been doing. So 
yeah, I think it's been maybe at the beginning it was very much an intuitive voice. Then somehow I silenced mm. because also my maybe, you know, sort of being conditioned by my upbringing and society and religion, maybe Catholic. But... Yeah, yeah, I love that. I, I, and I love because Habda is all about moving away from those societal labels. And I love hearing that it was so yeah. intentional, but also so intuitive of finding that way with the colored dots. And I think there's something I love about Habda is that it's so fluid as well, because the mindset, we can change our mindset from day to day, hour to hour. And so it gets to change. And I think that's what allows it to become so magical, so authentic, because in that moment, you are meant to meet who you're meant to meet. I think I love it. <laughs> it is so nice to hear you talk about it because that's exactly what it's it's about. People say, but you you're against label and why? So I'm all the dots, and I, but the point of the dots that they are fun, they're playful, they're a, a reminder that no matter how established you are, maybe you come with an idea, a crazy idea, and you want somebody to connect with that. Maybe you just need you've been I don't know, maybe I don't know you you you're facing some personal challenges and. You want to connect with somebody because you need a new friend. And this, you know, at any age, we need somebody new in our life to help us overcome some difficulties. So, so that's exactly the dot. I always say to at our events, use the dots, you know, let the dots do the talking. There was somebody now, her name is Binky, and she um, was part of very much the initial team. And Binky always used to say, let the dots is one of her strap lines. Uh, let the dots do the talk. So what is this? What is the intention? You don't worry about it. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it flows. And I love what you're talking about, the fluidity of yeah. our event is the fluidity of life, of human connections that need to evolve. And we need to connect with different things as we evolve our thinking and where we are. And so it's an ever-growing um, community, but also personal journey, I believe. I think I've done it's about connecting with others, not just connecting with yourself. Yeah. Yes, I love that. I, I really feel that at every event. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I love is that you always talk about, well, something special that often happens and it's happened to me, it happens to everyone at the Hub.org event is the alchemy. And I would love to hear what alchemy means to you. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I love it because I never, I always get, I always ask these questions to others, but I never get to answer them myself. Oh my goodness, what is alchemy? I think it is exactly what I was saying before. It's been... It's, it's a moment where I feel at a personal level uh, there is a shift and, and I feel it energetically. So it's when I read something and then my, my thinking is shifted, is when I meet a person and I hear a word, a couple of words, and I and literally feel, literally physically, energetically, I feel that there is something shifting in me. And so is this is this um, almost like alchemy is probably you know an ongoing transformation of my thinking and how I look at life and that um, is the, is a superpower it really is and I love the fact that more and more people are opening up to that and you know we presented Habdo the other day to a very big uh, corporate probably the most famous company in the world in London and it was an incredible meeting and we were you know in the past maybe five, six years ago, I would have presented Habdot in a very different way. And now I talk about alchemy. I talk about community. I talk about, because even if it's a corporate environment, we're still people. You know, you may talk about a business strategy. You may have a business story. 
you are bringing together human beings with a lot of different stories. So you can do, you can talk about any DEI initiative and inclusion, all of that. But if, you know, I always say we're not experts on that. And my goodness, we are so not, you know, I'm, I always say I'm, I'm, you know, straight, you know, straight Italian, you know, privileged, you know, white. And, that, you know, who am I to be teaching about inclusion and diversity? But I know that just because we've done hundreds, if not thousands of events in 10 years across so many cultures that if you do put stories at the heart, if you go to that place, then you, you are being inclusive or you are being a human being, you know, where everyone has got so much more in common. So I always, I, I was talking about alchemy in this business environment and then I could see people looking and say, yes, you know, well, maybe a few years back, you'll say, oh, you're too fluffy, Simona, you're too Italian, you're... <laughs> Your world, you know, you're very sort of you're a bit crazy. Now the world is saying maybe, maybe she's not crazy. Maybe she's talking about something that we may use for our organization. Yeah, I I love that. I think, I think the thing that I, I mean, I came to have my first hub dot years ago. But what even now we are very much more aware of being more inclusive. But I think what made mm. hub dot special from then is because I, for me especially. I was a student when I first came to my first HubDot. I was nervous. I was a student. I was nervous. I hadn't ever gone to an event by myself. I was, I did have, you know, a misconception of what is it going to be like? I am a person of color. I also felt maybe sometimes often I am in the minority, but when I came to HubDot years ago, even then, what was important and what was at the core was the storytelling. And that, I think that's what makes it so powerful because at the essence of who we are, it's soul to soul connection. We transcend all of these labels, which I found so empowering, so magical. And I, I see that, and that's only just evolved more and more and more. So there's that magic. I, 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 lo I love that you say that. There was a, there was a big moment of, uh, you know, another big moment of growth for me, um, you know, following the death of George Floyd and the, the Black Lives Matter. I mean, it was a real moment of, uh, I guess I paused. I mean, I had a lot of feedback and a lot of emails. And look at me, I always get emotional because I sort of, you know, relive moments and <laughs> people think she's really all over the place. But I feel, you know, my emotions and I, and it was a big moment because I felt that people were communicating uh, some really important things. And I didn't know how to, you know, reply, how to engage with that. And people, there was a lot of anger, a lot of frustration. And, and I remember thinking, you know, I need to pause and I need to listen to everything that people are saying and I need to really understand where it's coming from. And I, and I remember, again, being, you know, trusting my intuition and thinking, number one, I need to be grateful for the fact that everyone is, you know, even if it's some comments and there was a lot of sort of aggression and maybe just not, you know, it wasn't easy. I thought, I am so lucky to be in a position where people in my community, individuals come to me and they're saying, you know, I experienced that and I experienced that and, and you know, and saying beautiful things. And Abdot is very inclusive, but, you know, do you know that, that, that and give me all the different anecdotes. And it was a real moment for me of saying, maybe, maybe I'm not being vocal enough mm -hmm. uh, and maybe I'm not doing enough as the founder of an organization that truly is mm -hmm. inclusive at the heart. Uh, to to really you know talk about you know condemn racism and you know and and being anti-racist being you know and not just an ally but an effective ally and really do the work and 
And so that was a, re- a big moment. And so again, talking about, you know, embracing sort of your story, I had to say, maybe whoever doesn't connect with, with what I'm saying now, with us saying we are a community that is, a, you know, we are anti-racist, we are against this, against this, we celebrate this, then maybe this place is not for you. And I had, and so I love when you're saying that you felt there was that, you know, you felt welcome, mm-hmm. but I've had people saying, you know, your events were in very posh places in London and you sound very posh. And although I don't come from a posh, you know, place in Italy, I come from the deep south in Naples, which is not very posh. But, you know, it's all again, judgment. But do you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of, yeah. wow, I need to, I need to do the work here and I need to do my work and I need mm-hmm. to do a lot more. And that was, I think, another incredible moment of um, empowerment for me. And, and again, thanks to the community. I didn't do it on my own. Mm. with people talking to me and say you've got something special you know own it yeah really own it like don't you know and 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 so yeah I I love that I I think you're you're absolutely right I love the fact that you connect with that but I do think that maybe we need to do a lot more to make people understand that you know that everyone belongs to this community Mm -hmm. it's an ongoing effort Mm -hmm. as we all are we are all evolutions of everything so yeah yeah I was going to ask actually how HubDot has impacted your identity as a human, but actually you've already spoken about how a lot of these things have impacted your own personal life. And would you say it's helped you uncover more about yourself as well? Wow, completely. And do you know what it's, uh, it's, um, I'll just quickly talk about this. So I, so I, when I got married, my, my husband is English and we met, you know, at work in the city when I had a very sort of a certain identity. I think we all wear different identities, right? And this idea that, I love to think that we can pick things and we can sort of, you know, hold on to those titles and identities and labels that we love and we let go of the ones that don't serve you. Mm-hmm. So in that time of my sort of, you know, me in the seating and, you know, working and being, you know, that type of sort of identity, I, I met my husband, we got married, kids, family. And I think what Habdot did for me was really evolving my that identity and and sort of, you know, I became this you know, the founder of a global community. I mean, it was, it was such a, it was a really difficult, I mean, we will do it maybe another podcast, but it was a very, very difficult time. I completely, you know, crashed, it crushed me. I collapsed underneath these amazing things, but I, it was only me and I had amazing people around, but I, I couldn't really deal with it. But I guess Abdottis helped me evolving that identity and, and really owning it and owning who am I and who am I today you know, a mother, I'm the founder, I'm, you know, I absolutely am, I'm very, very ambitious, because I'm determined to get as many people and organizations to embrace the philosophy of Abdot, because I do think it's a philosophy that can have many shapes, but it's a way of thinking, Mm -hmm. Uh, and also I'm a a different person as a wife, as a mom, you know, my husband, so, you know, I said, you know, one time he said, but I I didn't marry sort of, you know, the founder and CEO of this massive, because I was always traveling and I had small kids and it was really challenging. But then we both recognized that in a way, Habdot has really made me who I am today. And I think in all the challenges and, you know, flaws, but also beauties of me as a person, it's Habdot, I owe everything to Habdot, everything to to the community. And I'm not seeing Habdot as the brand, the community. So for me, Habdot is the community. So yeah. it's all the people, right? It's this exchange. It's the 
today I will be buzzing with energy after this conversation. I'll be, you, you know what I mean? You've given me all this incredible, joyful energy that I'm going to carry with me. And so all my meetings, everyone else today, you're very lucky. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be super positive and energized. Yeah. <laughs> what a it's gift good. from as from HubDot, because I also feel that energy exchange as well. So again, I was even thinking myself after this today, I will also be having a great Friday. So oh, I love this. And it's, that's the magic, right? And everyone can do it. It's not, a, that, that's why exactly. it's not about who you are. Exactly. It's just getting into this, uh, this, you know, space, right? Exactly. Space. Exactly that. Um, I just wanted to ask, so of course, you know, with 2020 and the pandemic, it caused a lot of shifts and a lot of us to feel disconnected but mm. and for a lot of people it you know made people need to pivot and what I've loved seeing and witnessing for HubDot is how it's thrived actually and and adapted from being in-person events to online and it's done so well and I, I'm curious to learn how you found that navigating and how that process was for you. Yes Alana, what a beautiful question. So it was very difficult at the beginning, very, very hard. Obviously, you know, it was difficult for the world. But as an, an organization that is uh, whose DNA is the face-to-face mm -hmm. and the physical and the, you know, we used to say, you know, leave your phones at home, come interact, hear real voices, you know, you know, meet real people, hug. And so it was really tough. And I guess um, we, you know, again, the community, helped I remember that we took us two weeks of total shock and we just said you know with Gisela Jumana you know in our in our Christina and our team we just said what what do we do every time every time we face a challenge we go back to the community so we just thought let's see if they embrace it let's let's just do zoom let's yeah. so Gisela who is very much a zoom expert went into this sort of you know full immersion into zoom learned everything that there was there to be learned and we just said the first guy, we just said, come, we just want to say hi and check in with everyone and how's everyone doing. And the first Zoom, I think 350 people, something extraordinary. Obviously, the numbers, you know, are a lot smaller now, uh, but it was mag it was magical to see that. It was obviously very needed. And 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 I love, really loved, I'm so proud of, of the team, of how we were able to translate that magic, the face-to-face, -face, into an online mm and the, you know, sort of the virtual interaction. And we did that, uh, again, just looking at the simplicity of that we saw that we need dots, the same mechanism, you pick a dot. So it's again, it's, a, it's very much, you know, an inner process. And then let's hear stories and let's give people time and let's use the breakout room. So we, we you know, we moved everything. The magic was that we hadn't thought about this because before HubDot was, was structured in cities. So we had people that locally would run a HubDot event experience. And you had Milan, and you had Portland, and you had Antigua. And all of a sudden, those that could never attend an event could be online and be part of the community. So we started having Nigeria, Kenya. We had all the way. We had, you know, Japan, Australia. And I just thought this is, and it was beautiful to see all the cities participate. That was really incredible. Mm. So now we are at that point, the post-COVID era, where we're thinking we definitely want to do it all, right? Two people have dot and two people me. Oh, abundance. <laughs> Let's do it all. So we want to we want to not do our work in, you know, with corporates and organizations because that's very much also a great impact. You know, the world of business being impacted by this way of thinking and the revenue that comes in that supports all of our community work that is not for profit. So we need to do that. 
And then you've got the physical events, and we're starting with London on the 11th of October. I really hope that you can come. Mm-hmm. It would be the first, it's a small venue. We can have max 100, uh, but it would be a beautiful, you know, sort of, you know, reunion of everyone. Um, so definitely physical experiences. And we are actively, I want to say that to everyone, we're really looking for those all over the world who want to host the Hamlet experience and part, be part of our team. Um, so anyone interested, even to you, it would be amazing to, you know, talk about that. And the third is the online community and how are we going to keep that engagement and structure and create a calendar of events where people have the choice. They can jump on Zoom for 30, 40 minutes, even if people associate Zoom with, with COVID. So maybe we're looking at, you know, other platforms potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but how can I have that magic in my life? And you'd be amazed that you're, you know, you're working and you have a half or a half an hour, come on, you know, exchange, you know, be having that human interaction, exactly be energized, empowered, and then you go off and continue your day. Mm. So we are looking at, you know, that very much is the model of Hubdorf, these three different avenues. And I'm very lucky, I've got great people around. So for me, it was a a shock. And then like everyone else, like the whole world. Um, And then again, community reminding me that they are there, the community is there, even if sometimes I forget. I always doubt um, and they say, no, we're here. We, we, we love this. We need you. And so being reminded of uh, that community uh, was, was very much the, the alchemy at that point during COVID. Mm-hmm. And in these, in during COVID and the pandemic, did you think that you were kind of trusting your intuition in this pivot or did it work? Or did you not really need, you, you mm. trusted that this was the right decision anyway? Or I, I did. Uh, and once again, I felt I was trusting my intuition, but it was through interacting with others that I was reminded mm-hmm. that I had to trust that intuition more and more. Mm-hmm. So one of our incredible advisors um, is Nick, Nick Besbius, who used to be in LinkedIn, um, and he's in California and he's, he's been you know, part of the company uh, for a very long time. Uh, and Nick really helped me on that occasion. You know, he reminded me, he said, look, really trust where you're going. This is just, you know, just because I was saying, oh, what are we doing? It's online, but we're all about the physical and we, we're contradicting ourselves and, 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 you know, we will be judged. And, and Nick said, no, just really just pause, just trust what you're doing. And so, again, is the, one, is the one-to-one interaction that reminds me of my, that I need to trust my intuition. And I'm learning to be more independent in that process right because that's important also because I need to I want to teach the kids right <laughs> everything that I do I got this thing that now that they're growing up they're teenagers I need to be a role model and I want them to look at what mommy does and I want them to do it 10 times better and so <laughs> I've got to I've got to you know really own it and I've got to you know trust intuition because I think it applies to school commitments to work you know we know right you know here when it feels right mm. we really do mm-hmm. Has, um, have there been times when you felt swayed on trying to take Hubdot through a more, a different route, say, where you felt a little bit pressured or just from external expectations? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 I did. And to be fair, the pressure, and it's good that I'm sort of saying this, because obviously I would love to share this, you know, podcast with, if we can, with our community as well. It's really interesting because the pressure that I felt was coming from the outside world that was coming from 
you know, people, you know, individuals involved in the business and in the community, it wasn't really coming from them. It was pressure that I was putting on myself. So mm-hmm. in that, again, very sort of, you know, honest chat with myself, mm-hmm. uh, I really understood that it was no one ever said anything. No one ever said that HubDot had to become the next Facebook, you know, with a soul. Mm-hmm. No one, it was all, it was a narrative that I created in my head, mm-hmm. seeing how, how this group of friends grew and the hundreds became thousands and cities. And, 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 and so I, I went, the temptation was to go into, that is something that is growing, this is scaling, this is uh, obviously a money-making machine, which it is and it will be, but at the heart of it is first and foremost a community and it's a, it's a company with a big heart. Mm. And when I say that, I mean, in the, in the business model, I was tempted at times to go down routes that would have been completely wrong. You know, the sponsorship, the, you know, there was big money being put on the table at some point about certain things. And it was not that I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to, my, my intuition was saying, you don't need to build it like that. It's just not about this, it's about something else. So I would say that the growth has been sort of slower taking 10 years because we're now at a really inter- very interesting you know moment of growth but it's been deeper and more true yeah. really we've stayed true to what it was meant to be so I've been tempted many times and now even when it happens I, I know straight away that it's just completely it's, it's a voice that I'm not listening to mm-hmm. and I love it because I've learned my tricks I entertain that voice so I don't say I don't silence it. I don't go no 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 the inner dialogue is always there, but I go, I talk to myself out loud. Mm-hmm. And I say, Simon, I come on, you know. <laughs> I do. You know? I, 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 I love my Italian hand. I say, come on. <laughs> 10 years, you're 50 years old. You've done many times. You know what this thing is about. You know, you don't need to listen to that. Look at that. Come on. So I love that I talk to myself, which I never thought I would do. <laughs> I, <am. laughs> I love that. I think it's also just so powerful and so courageous to, to hear that because it's, a lot of us entrepreneurs founders whatever in whatever walks of life we feel that intuitive nudge but then the pressure becomes a little bit too much and sometimes and it's okay because there are no wrong decisions I like to think we are where we are because you know in in the very right time and we'll make that and whether it takes 10 years a year two months whatever it is our right timing and but this I is think... thing about sp- speed don't you think what exactly I don't know what we feel this pressure yeah. we feel that the pace as a as a founder as soon as you as you have an idea and you shape it into a business or an initiative it is this sort of narrative that comes in that you've got to do it fast it's got to be you know and I always say you know this sort of we're not all unicorns we can be you know we can be many other animals and we can have a different speed and go but still shaping and building mm-hmm. in a way that it feels right and that it will grow, it will be successful. And I guess, you know, I'm now in a space, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm in a space of abundance of, of owning the, the pace and think, thinking, you know, it will take longer, how many years, but 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 I, I say truth and that and somebody somebody says something beautiful. Sorry, I, I gotta I gotta read this because every now and then I'm sent these beautiful, incredible messages and each this is the love. From the community, but somebody said to me, which is really relevant for what we're saying, it says about how I I was saying, you know, it's taking me a long time and, um, you know, it's it, sometimes I doubt myself. And 
basically, uh, so you, you've persevered and helped so many people. And um, most people, 99% of people wouldn't have made it past year one. Mm. But your willingness to try things in service of your vision and to, stay, to say no when it's the wrong direction is the thing that will see this succeed. I, I, I felt that here. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, this is, I, I got a special folder called Folder for Rainy Days. And yes, I, my, I remember my... you saying to me, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I put all my things and literally whenever I, oh, I go back into my inbox and I put my folder and I, and I go, yes, yes. You know, when, when things hurt and you feel so, you doubt and yeah, rainy folder day. I love that. I, lo- I, I have started doing that as well from you. <laughs> So yes, that's a top tip for anyone that needs to I need to have it's a boost. Great. Yeah, it is. It is. I wanted to because there's, there's so much wisdom there, but the the thing that I wanted to talk about is I love the fact that you acknowledge that even when you do feel that intuition, you will also feel that fear voice, and it's it's not trying to get rid of it completely. It's talking to it and allowing it to be there. So that yeah, I think was totally. very powerful. Totally, it's mm-hmm. always. And it's always there, right? Because I think it's uh, it's part of who we are as human beings. It's completely sort of you know normal. But I think the, the what I was doing wrong was to silence. I, I thought that I, had, I didn't have to, but I didn't have to acknowledge it. But actually, acknowledging it is really key, isn't it? I mean, you you're the expert in this. You have to tell me. <laughs> no, but I, I completely agree with you. You do have to acknowledge it, and I think. The misconception with intuition is or trying to do things more intuitively is oh well if I'm not doing it I'm not doing it right because there's still this fear voice and but actually it's learning to be comfortable feeling a little bit uncomfortable because it's still there but still taking that action even when it feels yeah completely Mm and the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the fact that you said you know because you've got that vision as your North Star as that is the thing that's guiding you I would love to know whether your values for yourself and for Habdot have how have they evolved I know the mission and the vision has kind of stayed there I I almost see it as a a light that's sort of grown brighter um so I I wonder if that's the same for you Mm -hmm. too um it has evolved and it's evolving every day every day and, and again, I want to tell you about, about this because I think it's like, it could be also interesting for, for any sort of founders, anyone you know, running, running, running organizations is that I, so I had this thing back in the days um, where I found it really hard to say goodbye to team members. They would just move on, right? And I had this sort of attachment issue where I was like, oh, you're leaving me. Oh, no, how can you don't believe in this anymore? And I and I really believe that the the fact that somebody would I now look at it and I now know and I don't have that anymore. So people come, you know, they're part of your team, they're part of your vision, they contribute, they help you get to the next stage, and it's an incredible um, experience and a beautiful exchange. But the fact that they move on doesn't mean that they leave you, and doesn't mean that your that your vision is less worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, quite the opposite, because by maybe being with you and being part of your team, they've been empowered to go after their own vision and their own path. And so this idea of, you know, of course, I have incredible and I hope my current team stays with me forever and ever and ever. But, you know, this is what I'm saying about values and the evolution of that is that the certain things that are certain value for me before. And now I think that those values have been very different. And I 
it's it's really about an exchange and it's about um you know you know having those values very close to your heart and evolving them and keeping them with you knowing that people will come they will be they will share them they will part of it but they, they never have the power to um to destroy them or reduce them they mm-hmm. come and expand and then when it's time for them to go those values would have been you know expanded but they stay with you and you then take them on to the next stage right so i always used to think that you know changes in a team and people going with you know the biggest drama but actually it's really not it's you know i look at a lot of people who collaborated with Abdul for a few months years and they've gone up to be amazing people and doing amazing things what they were always meant to do and it was not abandonment not not at all right it was the point at which they had contributed and then I had to continue my journey, you know, hanging on to those beautiful values that they all contributed to enrich. Yes. Yeah. Enriched is the word that came to mind as well. Mm. We are enriched yeah. by all the connections and yeah, HubDot is the magic, magical center Completely. of those connections. So. And I was just saying, you know, in the value, you know, value of, you know, inclusion, the value, I mean, what, what does it mean today? It means something completely different from what it was at the beginning, mm. completely different. Yeah. Um, and again, it's thanks to the evolution. And I think it, you know, we all need to be very brave and, and embrace it. Sometimes we we don't, and things come and we we think that it's just something that is disrupting our everyday rhythm. Things come because in that disruption, in the cracks, you see, right? The sort of golden thread, and you think, oh, I see this is all. I think the secret is just being very mindful, present and I think that's it, really. And I got to say that this thing, because I always love anecdotes and, as you know, I love stories. Mm-hmm. So a beautiful individual in our community who came at the very, very beginning of Hubdot, one of the probably the very biggest first event that we ever did back in 2013. Um, I was getting ready to for that event. We had hundreds of people. And I was feeling very, very anxious. And, and I said, I need to prepare my speech. I don't know what I'm going to say and the running order. And she came to me, she's an incredibly spiritual person. And she came to me and said, I've got something booked for you. This is what the only thing you need to do to prepare for what's happening at 6 p.m. tonight. And I said, what is it? Go to this place. And it was meeting someone who did a session for me on being present ah. and being mindful. Mm. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was the best thing I could have ever done. Mm. This idea of being really present in the moment and really you know breath work and because that's all it's, it's all about that business meetings are about that making big it's really if we are able to be truly present and really embrace intuition then everything else is not then pressure doesn't come and we can just be ourselves and and just live happily and fully it yeah. really is that is the secret and i love that Alex. because i thought are you going to send me to you know, a media training, somebody's going to prepare me. And she said, no, 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 just go and meet this person. It's my gift to you for half dot. Mm, that's I love, I love that. I love that. Because that's the biggest gift for you to feel as present as you can be so that your fullest expression comes yes. through. Mm-hmm. Completely, completely. That's the only thing you can do is just really be present. Mm-hmm. And then everything else, you know, you're making the right decision. But if, you, if you're not present and you're, you know, you're going after things and you're there, you're vibrating low and you look at then things are wrong and you, you know, you're going you're down the wrong path. We can always find the right one. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. 
Okay. I um, so I wanted to say you you work a lot with storytellers and empowering them to feel confident in sharing their stories. And I remember that from the very first hub dot that I attended, and I think I wrote this in that very first blog post. But I remember feeling, you know, everyone's got a story to tell. It's just whether we've we have the courage to tell it. And I remember you mentioning once that you know when you talk to people, often they don't believe in their own stories that they're worthy of. Of sharing what would you say to those people oh my goodness never literally 99% of the time um, people say when I say so how about share your story and it's just a couple of minutes people say uh, not me I don't have a story I don't have a story because they think they think of it in the really sort of in the wrong way and and so I say so my reaction is okay I hear you and I, I would say exactly the same thing but let, let's see what happens. Let's just, let's just start having a conversation about things. And so I go, and I, and I love, I interview storytellers and I love the process. I really love it. And I love, I love it because I inter- I've interviewed many, many amazing people. I call it the everyday person that is an extraordinary person, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a CFO of a big company and seeing the transformation, or whether it's you know, a student, whether it's you know, literally anyone, see the transformation and and see how um you know they they step into that story and they they truly they see that there is something really worthy to to exchange there's something worthy there is the world wants to hear and I got my favorite quote here because I really wanted to so I I this is my favorite quote is when we have the courage to walk into our story and own it we get to write the ending. Mm. I love this. I love this so much. Mm. And it's a Brené Brown quote. When we have the courage to walk into our story and own it, we get to write the ending. Mm. Um, Yeah, incredible. Because we need to own our story, whatever that story is. Yeah. Whatever that story is. And that story gets to evolve as we evolve in our own identities as well, because we become, you know, a different version of ourselves as we maybe come to Hubdot, feel empowered, feel enriched, make new connections, and that sparks something within us. I think that's is one of the magical parts. And whatever whatever that story is, yeah, owning the story. So so the transformation of of the... of us, the everyday, um, you know, person into a storyteller is something that I will never, ever, ever get bored mm. of. Never. Yeah. I love it's that. just beautiful, beautiful. Uh, so I always start by saying, so tell me about you. Tell me. And then there's something that you would say. Yeah. And I will just find a little, a little gem. I would yeah. say, I love that. So tell me more about that anecdote. And, and then, you know, our, as you know, our stories are, short they delivered in a couple of minutes on stage it used to be one minute story but now we, we're very flexible we give a couple of minutes but the idea of the length is that uh we have more time for more storytellers yeah and we also create this element of surprise because when you when you hear that so you want to hear more and you go i want to hear more and so you go and connect so the storytelling i always i always say i love ted i'm a complete ted object i i i watch a lot of ted talks but I always say that the, the storytelling that I have done is very different because the storytelling is the is, is a couple of minutes of the stories that you hear, but the stories are about um, connecting you with that person. Mm-hmm. So, right, it's at least the exchange. So it's not you listen to it on your own and it's, 
it's a very sort of individual experience. You listen to it, but then you want to connect, you want to find out more, you have an idea, then we unlock the bartering. I listen to that and I go, oh, wow, I know this person, you need to meet this person, I can do this for you, and can I ask you, is this, you know, this human interaction and this excitement that that is, uh, you know, is, is at the heart of our, of our events. Mm-hmm. We need to unlock that, and so we facilitate it. Yeah. But, um, I am mindful that we've been speaking for a, a while, but I'm, I also could just speak to you for hours, but I think we'll save that for another podcast, maybe. But I wanted to... Maybe next one I interview you. <laughs> well, I'm open to it. <laughs> but um, just to close, I wanted to ask you, where do you feel your intuition most? Love to ask. Ah, where in my body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always put my hands here. I always go, <laughs> sometimes I would go, this doesn't feel right. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to do so. It's, it's, uh, it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And can you distinguish between a yes and a no, or does that differ for you? I'm just fascinated about it because I know that intuition wow. is so unique to us and so mm-hmm. just how different people tap into theirs, how they deepen their connection, whether they use it's it every really, day. Yeah, I think it's definitely, I think it's more sort of, you know, maybe in this part, maybe sort of, you know, a yes and maybe I feel somewhere in, yeah, maybe maybe on the different side, if it's an over my body, I would say, yeah, I have to think about that. It's really interesting. But I would say it's different. I feel it differently, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. There's also different warmth. I get, I feel a warmth. Yeah. If it's a yes, if it's, I mean, I had, you know, one of the incredible, incredible people that I've met in my team, Robbie, uh, who was our sort of creative director. And they're very much involved in, you know, the company, although, sort of, you know, um, now gone off to do amazing things. Um, when I met Robbie the first time, I had this literally, on Zoom and I sort of interviewed them, I had this moment of alchemy and I felt, I might, literally, I my hand was really warm and I felt this, mm-hmm. you need to come and work for us. I can't really explain, but I'm really excited about meeting you and I feel that something here. And I felt this literally warm, like the temperature literally in my, in my body changing. Yeah. I was going to ask you a, a, um, a story about when you felt it in terms of hot dog. I think that's <laughs> great. Incredible. Robbie, Robbie knows. Really, really strong, very strong connection. And we still have this incredible, you know, creative exchange. And I've learned so much through Robbie. And uh, really, it's been a complete blessing, total, total blessing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember that moment. I remember... And I remember doing Zoom with someone else from my team, and uh, and I was completely going over the top. And but yet I just was so. I know I wasn't being overly enthusiastic. I now know that I was just my intuition. I was I was really embracing it, and I was really connecting and saying, "Please, you know, you please, we got to do work together." I love everything that you're saying. I feel it, and I was going. I had goosebumps, but those goosebumps people relate. They feel say goosebumps, you know. It sounds more approachable. Uh, but yeah, it was alchemy all over. Literally, mm-hmm. I felt all over. And, and I know that, you know, we'll be, we'll be friends and exchange on that level forever and ever mm-hmm. and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. Powerful, powerful. Yeah. Okay, so you've mentioned the upcoming event for Have Dot in October. 11th of October, mm-hmm. 11th of October, mm-hmm. uh, Kindred. We are going back to Kindred, which is 
a beautiful members club and co-working space uh, in Hammersmith and Fulham, right at the Hammersmith roundabout. Uh, beautiful venue. We did an event there just before COVID. And so we're going back and I really hope that everyone can come. And uh, I know that we're in London, but uh, it's going to be a great one. We're literally going to be working very hard to create pure magic and connections for everyone coming. Mm-hmm. So that's what we are. That's what we are. That's our promise. You can, you really tell us what you need and we do everything we can to make that happen. Love it. Yes. Encourage anyone and everyone yeah. to attend. Yeah. Thank you so much, Serena. This has been a joy and absolute know, joy. And yeah. Thank you so Thank much. you so much for having me. Honestly, it's been so nice. And I absolutely love it. And I love that we always keep in touch. And even if it's on Instagram and we don't talk often, but that you know, always you remind me with your post about embracing that intuition. So I'm very grateful to you, really am. Thank you. And I love what you're doing. And so we're part of each other's story. So may it continue yeah. forever. Yes, exactly. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I enjoyed speaking to Simona. So much wisdom, following intuitive nudges, reconnecting with your intuition when you ignore those nudges and evolving identities. As Simona mentioned, do check out HubDot's upcoming event on the 11th of October, 2022. All links will be in the show notes. I'd also love to hear what resonated with you from our conversation. Take a screenshot of the episode and tag us on Instagram at Simona underscore hub underscore dot at hub dot as well as me at Anonna ampersand A-N-A-N-Y-A-A-M-P-E-R-S-A-N-D. If you haven't already, do make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and share this episode with anyone you feel could do with a boost of inspiration. All this and so much more.